The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. What day is it? <laughs> it's Wellness Wednesday. Brought to you by Enviromedica. Rewild your gut, restore your health. And now, welcome to One Life Radio. Well, well, well. <laughs> That's what we needed to hear. Thank you, Jer. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, again, welcome to One Life Radio, everyone. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti that rhymes with spaghetti with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are continuing this live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia. Uh, and so great to be here. It's almost it's almost Christmas. <laughs> it is indeed. It is. Oh, my gosh. How many days away is it? Less than a week. Less than a week. Yeah, because it's uh, today's Wednesday, so you got... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. My favorite day of the year. My favorite day. Let me ask I Chris. Love Christmas. I love You love Christmas Eve, too? I'm going to bring Chris Gronkowski in. I just can't. I can't hold back. Hut, hut. Chris, how you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. How's it going? <laughs> love having you on the show, man. I really do. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. Uh, it's it's down. It's it's football time, and the playoffs are here, uh, isn't it? Have the play? Yeah, the playoffs have. No, the playoffs haven't actually started yet. Everybody's still in the running, right? The playoffs start Burn. officially like next week, right? Burn! I can't believe you don't know. I've been busy. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> honestly, we got an extra week this year too. So oh, we got uh, well, pushed back I, an extra week. Seventeen games now. Chris, this is the first time in my lifetime that I have missed so much football, for real, because I've been working so much. And I even missed the Bills-Cowboys game, which I'm going to ask you about here in a minute. As uh, we get, Bills. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't. I, I, I was driving. I, had, I was in Houston to go visit my brother, and I planned on, you know, watching it at the airport when I was waiting for my plane to return. Um, and I, when I was rescuing, not rescuing, when I was visiting my brother, I found two dogs that were starving to death and really, really sick. There was actually more than two, but two is the only, I could only get two. I could only handle two. And so I changed my plane reservation. I canceled it on Southwest. That's the thing I love about Southwest is you can do that. And I rented a car and I drove them back to Dallas. And so during that drive, (laughs) I missed the game. (laughs) So what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, what are you, gonna are you do? keeping the dogs? Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually looking. I thought about perhaps your family might actually like to adopt one of them. They're up for adoption. <laughs> Once I, I get the milk. <laughs> yeah, you know, ask around, Chris. I've always got animals that need homes. Right now I need four. But those two are in my temporary dog run behind my uh, barn that's got uh, air conditioning and heating and beautiful little sweet little cozy beds for them and fresh food and water and even music and lights and everything. It's a nice little place, and it's, it's, it's specifically for when I find a rescue before I can place them in a home so they can um, feel like they have a home until they get a forever home. So, yeah, they're up for what, adoption. What, what kind of dogs are they? Well, one of them's a hound dog, and she's a female, really? and she's, yes, yeah, she's so sweet. And it would just break you your heart if you saw the conditions they were living in. And uh, the other one is uh, a male, 
and uh, it is a uh, what did they, what did Doctor like Norris? a collie kind a of border a collie mix. Yeah. It's a border collie mix, and uh, uh, one of them's getting neutered tomorrow. Then I have to get the other one spayed here soon, and uh, one of the, the uh, male dog has heartworms, so I'm going to get. Uh, the heartworms treated and get them both spayed and neutered. They've already had their vaccinations. They've been checked over. They're defleed. I just got to find them a loving forever home. So anyone out there listening, if you are interested, and that includes you, Chris, of course, and all your friends, <laughs> <laughs> you can just uh, email me at Bernadette at OneLifeRadio.com. That's Bernadette at OneLifeRadio.com. Or Marie, you can, you, can, you can copy Marie in case I miss it, which is common. Marie at OneLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Oh that's, my gosh! That's pretty impressive, though. That's uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, you even missed the game for it, but um, I know. So like they, they that's character. how you know she's serious. I'm serious. Yeah, so tell yeah, me about absolutely. the game. I was dying, thinking I'm missing the game of a lifetime. Even Junior texts me uh, when I went when I had to go back and get my head. I kept my left my car at the valet uh, Sewell Valet uh, at Love Field, which is excellent, by the way. If you if you ever fly in and out of uh, DF or not DFW out of out of uh, Love Field frequently, and you don't use the Sewell Valet, I highly recommend it. It makes it so easy breezy the parking, and it's only like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks <laughs> plus a tip. Uh, you like mean uh, well, former producer uh, junior? Yeah, former producer junior. Text me. He's like, "Are you watching the game?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> and uh, womp, Bern, womp. Bernadette, I have to say, I have to commend you because a lot of people would see those dogs and think, "Oh my gosh, that's too bad. I wish something would be done for them." Right. But you are the only one I know that picks two of them up, puts them in their car, and brings them home. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you saying yes. that. But, you know, um, everyone, Chris, Jer, Mayor, you know, uh, I, a couple of people have said, really, Bernadette, you can't save them all. When are you going to get realistic about that? And you know what my response was, Chris? I said, I might not be able to save them all, but I can save the ones in front of me. So if For everyone sure. took that attitude about our world, just think of what a beautiful world this would be. Right? Yes. For sure. Amen, sisters and brothers. That's, that's some commitment there. That's <laughs> Well, you know, I love having you on the show, and I'm pretty sure everybody knows who you are, but let me officially introduce you. Chris Gronkowski is the owner and inventor of Ice Shaker, uh, the vacuum uh, insulated bottles that hold ice for over 30 hours. Just by the way, I use mine every single day and have for years. But in 2017, Chris and his brother successfully pitched Ice Shaker on Shark Tank, ultimately partnering with Mark Cuban, who helped grow the brand nationally. Before founding Ice Shaker, Chris played in the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys, Indianapolis Colts, and the Denver Broncos. His website is iceshaker.com. That's iceshaker.com or on Instagram at iceshaker. And so uh, what happened to the Cowboys? What happened to them? <laughs> Just yeah, you, you didn't miss much of a game. I think it was over at halftime at that point already. So uh, it was, I mean, it's, it, I, when I played, it was the same thing that was said to me over and over. You know, it, it's hard to win. It's hard to win in the NFL. It's hard to beat a good team. And, you're playing a good team uh, after coming off a huge win, and you know you're kind of you're feeling pretty good about yourself, maybe a little complacent, and uh, you're playing a really tough team in their hometown in conditions that you know they're training in and you're not training in. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You, know, you had a team that's well, I think they were six and seven, the Bills, or maybe seven and six going into it, and uh, yep. you know, they're actually favored to win that game. So I can see why you know the conditions were going to be tough, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just don't think they were truly ready for it. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, people don't understand Bills fans and, 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 and the Buffalo Bills, I think. They are like, they're, they've lost a lot, so they know what it feels like to lose. And, and, and I just kind of, I knew, I knew they were going to win that game. I'm, I'm not a betting girl, so I didn't put any money on it, but I just instinctively knew everything that was on the line, and I had a huge feeling that they were just going to blow it out. I did. What about you? And they did. They did for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's, again, like that weather definitely plays into it. Um, you mm-hmm. see a lot of teams with big wins come next week, and, you know, they just don't have that same that same mentality. And even with Super Bowls, there's very few teams that ever repeat a Super Bowl. It almost never happens because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's really hard to just continuously attack and attack and attack every week and get better and better. So, yeah. Uh, I think they, they let off a little bit, and they ran into a good team that's super hungry right now that has to win to stay alive, mm-hmm. and uh, they had to play them at home. So, um, yeah. you know, the Bills made some changes. Looks like Josh Allen's running the ball uh, a lot more now, which you know, you, once he starts running the ball and they give him that freedom, yeah, that's a tough man to stop. So uh, I, I don't know why they watch st- them for the rest of the I, year. I don't know what made them stop him from doing that. You know, I like it when Josh uh, Allen runs the ball. Like I get, I I go crazy when he run when he runs the ball. It's like to me, it's like yes, because you know, you know, he's just this big farm boy, right? <laughs> you know, he's gonna get it in the. Well, he's not a farm boy anymore. He's a <laughs> he's quarterback in the NFL. But you know, he was raised on a farm, wasn't he? I mean, he's a he's like six six, and I don't know how much he weighs, but he's just a he's a he's a he's a big guy. Right, he's a big boy, but yeah, <laughs> yeah eventually yeah. you know you take a hit the wrong way though, and um, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. how quarterbacks get hurt. So yeah, no matter how big, how fast, how strong, uh, it catches up to you at some yeah. point. So I know why they so, didn't want him to run as much, but uh, yeah. it is fun watching him run. Somebody just what? got in trouble, like they got suspended, didn't they, Chris? What um, for hitting somebody? <laughs> that's you're yeah, so specific. Who is it? There was. No, there's okay. a hit this week by uh, one of the safeties, and um, I think they suspended them the rest of the year. It, it was just a, uh, it was a hit that could definitely been avoided, but um, you know, it's one of those hits that really could have hurt someone, uh, and yeah. you know, even could have paralyzed them for the rest of their life. So, oh wow, uh, I think the NFL is trying to make it a point that you know, a hit like that on a, mm-hmm. a guy that's unprotected is something they don't want to see anymore. Well, yeah, and when you get all that testosterone on a field with a goal to win the Super Bowl, people can lose their minds. And even though I don't think it, sometimes it's intentional, but people, you know, men can lose their minds when they're on the field uh, playing at that well, level. And all, yeah, and you know, like the, I'm going to kill uh, them, and but not really mean it, right? The concussions yeah, really, yeah. You're sitting in the heat of the moment too, and um, yeah, it's your livelihood as well. I mean, this is your job. Right. So you make money so you feed your family at this point, and uh, yeah. Yeah, you do want to go out there and you do want to make a statement too. Uh, and when you you put that work in and you finally have a chance to make a big play, and uh, the other guy's just the last second turns the wrong way, and you put your head into him. I mean, it's tough. It is. I mean, I, I play defense too, and it's hard mm-hmm. to to pull off of that. And a lot of times, stuff is last second. You know, a guy moves, makes a move, he turns, whatever it is. Uh, you know, it's it's you're running full speed. It's hard yeah. to make adjustments sometimes as, as well. It is hard. And uh, what are you going to say, Marie? Your guy, Tom Brady, was speaking out. Oh, I love Tom. that he should not have been <laughs> penalized. That it's a team effort. It's a group effort, yeah. right? Everybody needs to be protecting each yeah. other. So. I may have to switch to Delta. <laughs> oh. He works for Delta now. I'm sure you know that, right, Chris? I think we talked about it before. I'm joking, of he's course. Got, he's got, I think he works for a lot of companies now. Yeah. <laughs> I know he does. I know. And he's he got, got TB12. I know. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> So, 
Uh, but but uh, let me ask you this. Okay, so what do you think, Bill, about Bill Belichick uh, or Belichick? You know, is he is he out as the Patriots head coach after this season? You think he's ready to retire? Uh, that's a good question. I, I mean, I thought he would retire kind of when Tom left and um, kind of with Tom or and, you know, maybe thought that was a possibility there. But uh, I think it's going to be on his terms, whatever he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whenever, whatever uh, is going to kind of be his decision uh, at this point. But, yeah, at some point, I mean, you have to walk away from the game. But, uh, I mean, he's still very, very good at, at what he does and probably the best uh, still to, to do it. So, I can't see him necessarily walking away, especially after a bad season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't see the guy built like that. He's he's won too many games. He's he's been uh, so disciplined over the years and and so successful. There's no way you can have a bad season and stop coaching. It's, it's just no way that he's going to do that. So I think he'll yeah. be back. Uh, I think he'll be back with the Patriots, but I think they have a lot to do and a lot to rebuild. Unless he just sees a better opportunity somewhere else where he thinks he can mm-hmm. build a better team faster than. Uh, maybe he goes somewhere else, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be a, a thing where he completely walks away after an unsuccessful season. Yeah, well, and he's done it his whole life. I mean, you know, that's hard to walk away from. Just any anything you've done for so many decades, it's hard to walk away. I mean, it's part of the very fabric of who he is. Let me um, let me ask you this about your brother Rob. Okay, his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner during the L.A. Bowl last week. Uh, or the national anthem. Our national anthem. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, what 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 do you think about that? How did he do? Um, I, so I saw highlights of it the next day, and um, I knew going into it that he was a horrible singer. Um, <laughs> he was on the he was on the mass singer, and uh, he definitely you know can't really carry very well. So, uh, would you like to have a so, shot at it right now? Go ahead, Chris. No, I'm, I'm good. But I'm, what I what I saw though was he had two backup singers with him, and. Um, <laughs> I thought that was a great play, and I thought that yeah. would save him. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't hear the audio because <laughs> I was in the gym while I was watching it, but I, I heard some of the comments about how uh, how his singing was so bad it was disrespectful to the country. Oh, so. no. Oh. <laughs> At least that's what I, I, I heard. But, um, he was trying hard, I could tell you that, because I could just tell like by the video just of uh, like his face. and looks like he's definitely putting some effort in, but um, Aww, you know, everyone – <laughs> Not everyone has it, you know. Some people no, they don't. With great voices and, and rhythm and being able to sing. Hey, and, you know, uh, some, some people it, can't, unfortunately. At least he tried. So he yeah, tried. I don't think it was a I'd like to sing either. No, yeah, it was like, not. Are you straight. kidding me? Oh my gosh! That was his best effort for sure, and uh, yeah. he wasn't doing it to be like funny or disrespectful or anything no. like that. Like he was, he was doing it because uh, he wanted to be a part of the game as much as possible and, and really. Uh, you know, give the experience of hosting a game uh, the best way that he could. So, mm-hmm. well, well, all yeah, we've got is room for somebody to sing the national anthem. Man, I'm sorry. Well, it's like I'll take it. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> game is. is I still haven't heard it. I just, I just heard comments or read comments, but uh, I haven't actually listened to it myself yet. So I got to yeah, go back and do I, that. I, we really I need break, by the way. I, I heard haven't. that's hard to do. Oh yeah, I haven't heard it either. I was uh, I was uh, driving. <laughs> You're always driving now. <laughs> Doing something, I don't know. The oh national anthem, yes, it's very difficult to sing. It it's is. challenging. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> what is that? By the dawn's early, early light. light. Oh, okay. gosh. No. <laughs> Let's go to break. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. More coming up with Chris Gronkowski. Hut, hut. You're listening to One Life Radio. 
If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, barricade. <laughs> We've all heard the mantra that vaccines are safe and effective, but is it really true? Turtles All the Way Down, Vaccine Science and Myth is an in-depth review and analysis of the science on vaccine safety. By the time you finish reading, not only will you see the answer clearly for yourself, you will also have the scientific references and quotes at your disposal that prove it. More than 1,200 of them. From mainstream scientific papers and textbooks to official government publications and vaccine manufacturers' documents. Whether you are new to the vaccine debate or a veteran seeking a deeper grasp of the science, Turtles All the Way Down Vaccine Science and Myth is a must-read. Now available on Amazon. Magnesium supports the health of nearly every system in the human body, yet it can be difficult to maintain healthy levels through diet or supplements. The ideal way to restore and maintain healthy magnesium levels is through your body's largest, most efficient organ of absorption, your skin. Be sure that your body is getting the magnesium it needs with Ancient Minerals, the number one recommended topical magnesium among health practitioners worldwide. Their lotions, highly concentrated magnesium oils, bath salts, and gels make it easy to get the daily magnesium you need to thrive. And the best part? Ancient Minerals is part of Enviromedica, a name synonymous with quality and integrity. Learn more about magnesium and ancient minerals at Enviromedica.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. Oh, Deck the Halls. I was going to say, tis the season. (laughs) I got my words mixed up. Everyone, welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Chris Gronkowski. He is the owner and inventor of the Ice Shaker vacuum-insulated bottles that hold ice for over 30 hours. He is also a a very successful former uh, NFL player. He played for the Dallas Cowboys, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Denver Broncos. You can find him at IceShaker.com or on Instagram at Ice Shaker. We're talking about end-of-year recap and New Year's resolutions along with football. This is our last show of the year, by the way. This is our last show until January 2nd when we come back from break, and we'll be back at 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. at the end of the morning drive, but we'll be on in the morning instead of at noon. So uh, everybody be sure to follow follow along. Chris, you're the first to hear this. (laughs) Yeah, and Chris, you're the first. first, This is the first time I've announced it on the air. I just I just signed the deal uh, seven o'clock this morning and now I'm already um, thinking, gosh, should I have done that? But, you know, you've signed a lot of big deals in your life. Uh, Have you ever had second thoughts after putting your uh, signature on the dotted line, Chris? A hundred (laughs) percent. Scares the bejesus out of you, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I always um, I learned pretty quickly to figure out where the uh, the opt out clause is, you know, how long to cancel and what that's going to take. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I have a 10-day out. That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, (laughs) I can do anything for 10 days, right? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's great to have you with us. Um, It always is. And I love that we're talking about the holidays. And I I can only imagine what your your home is going to be like Christmas morning with all those kids. So what's it going to be like, Chris? What's your plan? 
Oh, it's good stuff. It's good. It always is. The kids, they get up super early. They start creeping around just like I did back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And they, they're, they're in shock that there's all these presents underneath the tree all of a sudden. And uh, it's just, it's awesome. I mean, I always film it because it's, it's just, it's so cool to look back at and, and watch it every single year, how excited the kids get and how shocked they are every single time uh, that Santa came. So. It's it. always fun, and um, we have a lot of family and friends here. So, um, yeah, we normally the night before do kind of like the family party. The kids get gifts, and then they get you know Santa comes the next morning, and uh, it's just nonstop action for them. So, they, yeah. they they definitely have a great holiday. Oh, and your parents have to pick which home to go to because now everybody's getting married and having kids. So, uh, where's Mama Gronk going to be? That that's a tough call for them every time too. <laughs> I know. Sure. So yeah, usually. Um, She'll she'll usually do it big for Thanksgiving. Uh, she always sends me all the cookies and stuff, but she'll try to try to double up. So if there's like two brothers in one area, she'll try to go there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the, normally how they they try to pick it out. Or um, yeah, one you know, maybe one for Thanksgiving, another area for Christmas kind of thing. Or sometimes they'll just stay back uh, at their yeah. place because it's just a uh, a lot to travel during the holidays. Two yeah. of you guys in one spot. That's a lot of cookies. That's a- <laughs> Oh, That's a lot of testosterone, too. <laughs> I've ate about 30 cookies in two days, and uh, oh, I have to go to the gym every morning. And uh, it's, it actually, it's been working. This is like my, this is, you know, this is Wellness Wednesday, so we'll talk about it a little bit. But the cookies, like, if you do it the right way, they could actually, you know, they could somewhat help with, with really? working out. So I, at least for me, like, I use it as a way to first off motivate myself to go to the gym because now I ate like 30 cookies. So I have to go to the gym. Right. And then the second reason, like when I'm there, I'm like, well, I ate like 30 cookies and so I got to work out harder and I got to lift more weights. And like, you know, I should be lifting more because now I have all this extra energy built up. So mm-hmm. I've had some of the best workouts in the last two days. I'm actually pretty sore. Uh, and, and it really just came because I ate way, way too many cookies. And then I, I felt bad about it. So I had to <laughs> work harder. Because of it. so so far it's been a plus I think yeah well and uh, has your has your wife she's cute as a button by the way we met her at the uh, when we when you guys were breaking the world record does she know how to make the oh, blueberry yeah. buckle does she know how to make it yet oh not yet so my mom like <laughs> for years she actually kept like all of her her recipes from everybody uh, her big one is the chicken souffle she finally gave that one up oh. but um, like yeah she won't even tell my wife how to make a bunch of this stuff but back in the day the, the big recipe was actually uh the eggnog like like i used to make it myself with my mom and uh Aww. used to just crush it but it <laughs> had is? so many calories and there's so much sugar in it that i i can't even attempt to make it anymore i know how to make it still i have it memorized but yeah uh, i don't make i don't eggnog? make eggnog anymore yeah what is eggnog uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's a... actually uh I could tell you the recipe. Yeah, you want to <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we do, it was six eggs. So you take actually six whole eggs. You have to separate them. Uh, you beat the egg whites, and they get like really foamy. Oh. Um, and then you actually beat the, uh, the 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 yolks as well. And then you add a cup of sugar with that. Uh, at least a cup. It might have been two cups. I can't remember exactly. It's at least one cup of sugar, which is a lot of sugar. That's a lot. Um, and then after sure. that, you get the heavy whipping cream out. And you, oh uh, you whip two little, uh, like, milk carton-sized ones. I don't know if those are quarts or what they are, but uh, you, you beat two of those, and it turns into cream. And then you mix all this together with, like, uh, like a half gallon of milk. And uh, it is it, it tastes really good, but it is super thick and a ton of calories. Do you put the brandy in it? 
I did not. Not back in the day. Um, I don't know if some of the aunts <laughs> and uncles were still in I there or nine. not. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was. I mean, it was so thick. You'd have to actually shake it before you pour it. Oh uh, wow! Just to kind of like remix it back together because it was just yeah, it was just so much cream and yeah, it, it was yeah. That's how you gain weight. If you want to gain some weight, just chug some eggnog. Oh, it sounds yeah. like if you froze it, it would be ice cream. Yeah, I'm trying to lose weight. I have this dress I have to get into for my my oldest daughter's wedding is on January 13th, and you know I zipped it up, but it was a little tight, Chris. <laughs> so oh yeah, I'm, t- I'm trying to lose like two or three pounds so I can so I can uh, wiggle on the dance floor <laughs> a little bit. But uh, you know, it, it, we, you did the world record uh, in uh, let's see, when was it? October. That you broke the world record for, uh, can you want to talk about it for people that don't know? Because uh, I think it's fun to look back on 2023 and some of the highlights of your year. Yeah, it is fun looking back. We did, I mean, so much has gone by and you look back and you're like, wait, that was this year? Yeah. I I feel like that happened so long ago. Uh, Just thinking back to even like some of the teams I coached with my kids. Uh, it feels like I've been coaching these kids forever. And it, it was literally, you know, February when we started. So it was still this year. Uh, but yeah, the world record, we broke a world record this year. Uh, we brought everyone out to a stadium. We broke a record for the most, uh, protein shakes made in, in a relay fashion, which is pretty cool. We had Guinness out there and, uh, we, we got a record that everyone in the world can now try to break. So just one of, uh, a lot of really cool things that we did that actually helped raise money for, uh, our local youth foundation. Uh, uh-huh. we raised a ton of money for different foundations and kind of been going through all that as well with the holidays now and seeing everyone kind of giving back and donating at the end of the year here. So it's kind of cool to look at all the money that we've actually raised and donated back to uh, a lot of different foundations, mostly around uh, our military, though. Mm, Really nice. Really, really nice. Let me ask you this. We only have a couple more minutes. Uh, Can you share some of your goals for 2024? I'm sure you have some either in business, home, uh, life, health or fitness. What's up for 2024, Chris? Everything. Uh, yeah, I like to. I mean, I always like to start the beginning of the year with some kind of challenge uh, to get me back, uh, because you do. I mean, you you have to enjoy the holidays. Um, you know, yeah. eating thirty cookies in two days uh, is a real thing, and you're probably going to do it. So, uh, yeah, every once in a while, you do have to let go a little bit and enjoy family and a little bit of time off. So, uh, I like to hit it hard in January, kind of get back on track and really. Mm-hmm. set the year uh off on a good foot and really put a lot of stuff in motion so that's mm-hmm. when i normally like to game plan and hire and bring in new people and set new processes uh for the year so um yeah for me uh, i'll be doing the same thing uh we ended up getting the uh the nfl license and we launched that we just did some really cool 4d bottles that we just launched so that's uh, nice. we're going to continue to push really hard into that and continue to grow those yeah. partnerships there but uh, business-wise, it's it's to continue to grow, and we have every single year, and we'll continue to. And um, family-wise, it's uh, a, a lot of goals. But right now, like with with my kids, you know, they're starting to get into the travel leagues uh, with sports. So, yeah, uh, we have some good goals set for some teams that we want them to make, and uh, hopefully, they'll be making those teams in 2024. Mm, I hope so. I hope all your dreams come true in in 2024 uh, for everyone out there listening. And as I said, this is our last show of the year. So um, and so it's it's really great to share it with you, Chris. And I I appreciate your time jumping on the air with us today and uh, lots of luck in 2024. Anything else anybody wants to say? Jerry, Marie, what do you want to do? Have a wonderful holiday. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and uh (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
2044. There oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hut hut, we're gonna go. I had to get that final hut hut in, and I'm gonna. I'll be. I won't miss any more Bills game. Whatever ones are coming, I'm watching. Uh, and Cowboys. So everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. Listening. We'll be right back. We've got uh, Dr. Philip William Gold. We're talking about breaking through depression. What a great topic, right? Stay tuned. You are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio, brought to you by EnviroMedica. Healthy for the holidays. Make this season a celebration of joy and health with EnviroMedica. Save up to 30% when you buy four items or more. Mix or match your items. Boost immunity with products like Immunoflora or Pastured Beef Liver. Improve gut health with TerraFlora Daily Care, TerraFlora Advanced Care, or TerraFlora Deep Immune. Or take the well-rounded approach with EnviroMedica's Magnesium Lotion Good Night. Or Magnetic Clay Bath for detoxing. Or Pasteurized Collagen Cartilage. Make this season a celebration of joy and health. Healthy for the holidays at EnviroMedica.com. That's EnviroMedica.com. Wellbeing Journal is a remarkable bi-monthly health publication esteemed by intelligent readers worldwide. It's available in print or digital, single issues or subscription. Its focus is on living a happy, healthy life and preventing or healing illnesses naturally. Preventing or healing cancer, arthritis, cardiovascular conditions, and digestive issues, as well as nutritional solutions for optimal health are regular subjects. Learn more at wellbeingjournal.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive, One Life Radio is back. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell and Marie Early. We are broadcasting live here from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia. And I want to let you know if you missed the podcast, you can listen to the podcast after the broadcast anytime on your favorite podcast app or on OneLifeRadio.com. And this is our last show of 2024. When we come back, we will be on at 9 a.m. on 1190. And uh, yeah. So on January 2nd, and I hope everybody everybody has a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Our guest, Dr. William Philip, uh, or excuse me, Philip William Gold, uh, is not on the line yet. Uh, we're hoping we can reach him. That kind of stuff happens in radio. And so you always have to be prepared to just talk. So, Jerry, are you ready to talk? Or Because Marie's not doing yet. something, too. So I'm just going to talk to myself. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Where do I go with this? Well, I'll, I'll say this. You know, um, everybody that listens to the show and knows me personally since I was a very small child knows that I really love animals. They are my purpose for being on this earth, to love and protect them, to save as many as I can. And so last night I was at Sprouts and I was... Uh, checking out my daughter came home from college and so i wanted to be sure she had a nice hot veggie stew to eat i picked her up at the airport around midnight you should have seen how busy uh love field was and they have beautiful decorations there and i was really starting to feel feel the spirit of christmas but anyway when i was at sprouts getting all my ingredients i picked up this book called why 
We love them. Dogs and Why We Love Them. It was a special edition of Paw Print uh, Magazine, and it's got all kinds of stuff in it, like how dogs help us heal, being the perfect parent, do dogs truly love us, and uh, I say yes. And because I know we truly love them back. And uh, and then there's another uh, thing here. Pet like a pro. I'm not sure. I haven't read that yet. I actually haven't had time to read any of it. But, you know, um, I grabbed it just in case something like this was to happen. So you have something to talk about because you can't have dead air on radio. So um, I don't know what the plan is. Are we going to continue to try to reach Dr. Gold? Is he on the line? You guys give me the cue. And we Jerry. are live. Jerry. I am still trying to reach him. I'm still trying to reach him. Okay, uh, so and let's let's chat it up. We have several <laughs> t- people trying to reach him right now. Several, so he should be right. here any any well, second. Well, now. you know what? Let me read his bio because it's quite impressive and it's quite long. So we'll take the time to do that. And I'm very honored to have him on the show. By the way, this guy is an absolute rock star. Dr. Philip Gold is one of the world's leading researchers of depressive illness. Uh, For over three decades, he has worked at the National Institutes of Health, where he has served as chief of neuroendocrine research, as well as senior investigator in the nation's Institute of Mental Health Intramural Research Program, as well as chief of the section on neuroendocrinology. In his recent book, Breaking Through Depression, that I have right here with me, a guide to the next generation of promising research and revolutionary new treatments, he draws upon his long-term research to delve into the interplay it's so interesting you guys the interplay between our anatomy and our lived experiences as the key to understanding why there are such individual differences in how we make connections with others deal with adversity or recover from trauma in his role at the NIH Dr. Gold has studied uh, the neurobiology of depression for decades and led a laboratory of over 30 individuals trained in neuroscience molecular biology endocrinology neurology and psychiatry we take a breath here he has written I told you it was long and this guy's he's he's absolutely impressive Uh, he has written over 400 scientific articles that have been cited by over 65,000 publications including 16 in the New England Journal of Medicine dr. gold has served as a member of the Library of Congress Council of Scholars participated in the MacArthur Foundation Medical Network received an honorary doctorate from the University of Athens School of Medicine and was chosen as a distinguished alumnus of the Duke University School of Medicine. He also received the American Psychiatric Association highest honor, the Foundation Fund Prize for Research, and has delivered honorary lectures at Harvard University, as well as the Japan Foundation. And his book, you can find on Amazon and wherever fine books are sold. The name of the book is Breaking Through Depression, a guide to the next uh, generation of promising research and revolutionary new treatments. And I can't think of anything better to talk about when wrapping up for the year in 2023. Our country, our world is in a very depressive state for a lot of different reasons. And Dr. Gold has a lot of knowledge that he can uh, share with us today to help us, you know, or a loved one get through this. So, is ladies Dr. and gentlemen, all right, <laughs> Doctor Gold. All right, Doctor Gold. Welcome to One Life Radio. Such an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. You're a welcome. Pleasure. Thank you, and Donna. Yeah. I love your book, your book, Breaking Through Depression. You know, you write about promising new treatments for depressive disorders. Can you first explain what falls under the category of depressive disorder? 
Yes. Um, there are two major forms of depressive disorders. One is called major depression. That is uh, characterized by depressions only, without histories of mania. And uh, it affects 20% of the population, uh, significantly more women than men. And the other is bipolar depression, which is manic depressive illness. Oh, wow. Uh, which affects men and women equally and uh, affects about 2 to 3% of the population. Wow. And, and what causes depressive disorders, Dr. Gold? Are we born with them, or is it, you know, a learned following of, from a traumatic event or circumstances, you know, such as living conditions? I think it's a combination of both genetic predisposition and, uh, and, and life experience and existential experience and traumatic history. Mm-hmm. Uh, bipolar disorder, uh, which occurs, as I mentioned, in 2 to 3% of the population, if you take identical twins reared apart, if one twin has bipolar disorder, there's an 80% chance that the other twin will have it. So it's very highly heritable. Mm. Whereas uh, major depression, if you take twins who are reared apart, if one has depression, only about 50% will have depression. So mm. about 50% of it is uh, genetics and 50% of it is life experience. Mm-hmm. And what are what are um, the most common treatments today used today for depressive disorder, and and are they effective? Yes, let me tell you a little bit about two different forms of depression, and it describes what the disorder is about. And then I'll, I'll talk to you about drugs, if I may. Okay, um, sure. The first form is melancholic depression. It actually contradicts the term depression in that it is often a state of arousal and anxiety, which is often directed at the self. And so the cardinal manifestation of melancholic depression uh, are is feelings of worthlessness. And this is a, causes terrible anguish to the depressed individual who, no matter how distinguished or accomplished uh, he or she may be, uh, they feel worthless uh, in the context of the depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose the capacity to anticipate or experience pleasure. They uh, have insomnia, often early morning awakening. They lose their appetite and often lose weight. Um, and uh, they lose interest in sex. Wow. Uh, the symptoms there are worse in the morning than in the evening, usually. Really? Uh, and about 30% of all people who have major depression or bipolar disorder will have a melancholic form. The second form is called atypical depression. And it really uh, is, sounds, is the antithesis, in many ways, of melancholic depression. And patients with atypical depression feel out of touch with themselves and their past, and they feel lonely. Uh, they feel empty. Uh, they lose motivation. They are often profoundly fatigued. They eat too much. They sleep too much. Uh, and uh, their depressions are worse in the evening than in the morning. And different drugs, uh, in some cases, are more effective in one of the forms of depression than in the other. Wow. The, the drugs that are most, useful, that are most used now uh, fall in two or three classes, but we're developing many new classes based on recent research that I'd like to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main two uh, classes, the first are the uh, specific serotonin uptake inhibitors, reuptake inhibitors, the SSRIs, they are effective 
in both melancholic and atypical depression, and only about 60% of people will get uh, a full response to these drugs. So uh, they are wonderfully useful and a great uh, blessing uh, that we have them, but they leave 40% of individuals uh, untreated uh, and uh, with the depression remaining. Mm-hmm. And the older class of drugs are the tricyclic antidepressants. These are particularly good for melancholic depression and not good for atypical depression. And uh, the uh, classic tricyclic depression, uh, antidepressant is amipramine. And they uh, uh, differ from the SSRIs in that they have more side effects. The SSRIs are safe for people with heart disease, uh, uh, neurological disease, uh, really almost any condition, whereas the tricyclics are unsafe for people with heart disease mm-hmm. uh, and can cause uh, arrhythmias uh, and heart attacks in susceptible, uh, especially elderly individuals. But they are very good drugs for melancholic depression. Hmm. Uh, then the drugs that sort of act as uh, sort of a combination of the two, they are uptake inhibitors of both serotonin and norepinephrine. And um, these drugs uh, are available now. They're uh, uh, helpful. In, in some instances, they can be more effective than the others, uh, but not necessarily. One of them is Effexor. And uh, that um, has been uh, an addition sometime in, in the 90s, and it was a, a welcome addition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and there are a few other uh, combination uh, serotonin uh, uptake and norepinephrine uptake inhibitors. Wow, this is such an important discussion. I'm looking at the clock, though. We need to go for a quick break. We'll be right back with Dr. Philip William Gold. We're talking about his book, Breaking Through Depression, A Guide to the Next Generation of Promising Research and Revolutionary New Treatments. We'll be right back. You are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com. The ecosystems of the body and the earth are inseparable. Gut health is the foundation of all health. And just as biodiversity is integral to the health of the earth's ecosystems, microbial diversity and balance are key to the health of your gut microbiome. I have been taking Enviromedica probiotics for over six years now, and I encourage you to try them as well. Rewild your gut with spore-based probiotics and wild-harvested prebiotics. Visit Enviromedica.com and check out all of their excellent products. Get reconnected to the earth with Enviromedica. That's Enviromedica.com. In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock Fund Manager Ed Dowd. 
Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com. And listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense, for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Christmas music to cheer everybody up. Welcome back to One Life Radio, everyone. I just want to sing. I don't even want to talk uh, and dance around the Christmas tree. Um, this is Bernadette Biaschetti with Jerry Caldwell, Marie Early, and Dr. William, excuse me, Philip William Gold. I did it again, Dr. Gold. Uh, it's so great to have you with us on this live broadcast. Thank you're you. From da- you're welcome. This live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas. It's our last one of 2023 uh, before we go into the new year. And our new time in the new year will be at 9 a.m., not 12 p.m. So I look forward to everyone reconnecting with us in the new year at 9 a.m. on the uh, the late part, later part of the morning drive. But it's good to have you with us. And we're, if you're just now joining us, we are speaking with Dr. Gold about his recent book, uh, Breaking Through Depression, a guide to the next generation of promising research and revolutionary new treatments. He draws upon his long-term research to delve into the interplay between our anatomy and our lived experiences as the key to understanding why there are such individual differences in how we make connections with others, deal with adversity, or recover from trauma. We uh, Let's see, where did we leave, leave off? Let me ask you this. What are some of the most promising new treatments for depressive disorder that you are most excited about, Dr. Gold? Yeah. Let me, uh, I might digress, if I may again, for about three or four minutes to talk sure. about the history of the uh, uh, investigation of what uh, seems to cause depression. The first round, which uh, from about 1960 to 2000, was largely based on the discovery that the first antidepressant, amipramine, affected both norepinephrine and serotonin. And so most of the drugs during that 40-year period were designed to uh, alter norepinephrine and serotonin neurotransmission. And uh, they all work about the same, about 60 Mm -hmm. 60 to 70% efficacy. Mm -hmm. Then around the turn of the century, uh, Dr. Wayne Drevitz discovered that depression was actually a neurodegenerative disease, that there was loss of tissue. Uh, in specific parts, especially in the stress system, and that, uh, and I uh, postulated that depression represented a stress response that had run awry, and that uh, the uh, clinical and biochemical manifestations of depression represented a distorted stress response, and the antidepressants worked by correcting that stress response. Now there are a whole new uh, generation of drugs that are emerging uh, on the basis of the new research. Uh, One other aside, people discovered that patients with depression don't produce new brain cells, which ordinary uh, people who are not depressed are able to do, and their connections among their brain cells are relatively disrupted, and uh, that contributes to the depression as well. So people have begun to develop drugs that, first of all, treat the neurodegeneration, bring back the nerve cells and the uh, supportive cells that have been lost. And there are two or three different categories of drugs that can do that, uh, especially drugs that affect a new neurotransmitter that we're focused on 
glutamate. Uh, glutamate is notable because it can destroy neurons. It causes them to fire so fast that they outgrow their uh, energy supply and they die. So the drugs that affect glutamate uh, help uh, restore the lost cells and prevent new ones uh, from being lost. There are That's drugs fascinating. that increase uh, the uh, growth of new, new, new brain cells, and they can treat depression. Drugs that uh, increase the connections among nerve cells, they can treat depression. And then a new class that is uh, emerging uh, that has come into focus in the last three or four years are the psychedelic compounds mm-hmm. uh, like um, psilocybin and uh, MDMA. Um, these are very effective drugs. They're more effective than contemporary drugs. There was a paper in the New England Journal of Medicine showing that psilocybin was more effective uh, in treating a majority of patients with depression and in producing depressions that were free of relapse. Mm-hmm. So psilocybin from a mushroom uh, is being uh, tried in very, very low doses that don't cause any uh, untoward uh, psychological effects. Mm-hmm. MDMA is being tried, and there are whole other uh, groups of uh, psychedelic drugs that are being tried. Yeah. And they There's... seem to be good for both uh, major depression and bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And I think they will be yeah. major additions to our armamentarium. We only have about two minutes, but I'm uh, thinking of there's actually a series on Netflix. I can't think of the name of uh, something about mind, mind. Oh, and there's the music. Doggone it so much. I want to talk with you about Dr. Gold. Uh, I remember yes. reading a book, The Natural Mind by Dr. Andrew Weil. It's one of my favorite books. Also uh, connected with Harvard. And uh, anyway, the music is playing, so I have to wrap this up. I hope you'll come back next year in 2024. I'm fascinated by all of this science and discussion because so many people are suffering, as you know well. Uh, So I hope you'll come back. Thank you so much for jumping on the air with us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, everyone. It's a great book. I encourage you to get a copy. If if you have anyone in your life or yourself that is trying to figure out depression, Breaking Through Depression by Philip William Gold, MD. All right. You get one body, you get one mind, and you get one life. Get out there today and just, I don't know. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your holiday. Happy New Year and happy holidays, everyone. We love you.